4: It's like home for the holidays, the holiday. for no matter That's
0: Karen how it? you wrote. You know, she was special. I wish she hadn't had the problems that she had. You
4: should get that young lady in here and sing some Christmas tunes, the one that goes to Branson. Yeah. I and mean, we could probably do that live. Yeah. But she's, yeah, she's,
0: I'm just talking about Karen Carpenter because she, she died too young she really really did and the carpenters were really good look their 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 brand of music might not have been your brand of music just like the captain and Tennille may not have been your brand of music but they were talented really really talented and the carpenters were very talented goes to show how many records they sold but uh, you know she she just had she had issues and uh and it ended up killing her. That, was it anorexia or bulimia? I think it was anorexia that, uh, yeah, probably both uh, led to her early death, you know, eating disorder. All right, enough of that. All right, that was that was really mellow to start off my show today. <laughs> That's all right, Heidi. I, no problem. <clears throat> I, I like her voice. She's just got one of the greatest voices out there. Her and and Helen Reddy both had great voices. All right. With that, uh, this channel should be available shortly. I can't get Channel 7 right now. Anyway, heard something. I I brought it up to Ken as soon as he walked into the studio. I said, I heard something yesterday, Ken. Have you heard this? Because, you know, we all are immersed deeply in politics. And I have heard that uh, Frank Scott may not run for mayor. He may not run for uh, re-real, uh, excuse me, I thought I was going to sneeze, re-election. Yeah. Uh, and uh, instead run for Joyce Elliott's old seat in the state Senate.
4: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> you know, I'll, I'll start this. You know, rumors are rumors. People, people love to make stuff up. And people love to say, "Well, I talked to so and so." Politics, people make. Stuff. Oh my god, I talked to so <laughs> and so, and it's like you didn't talk to anybody. You you talked to the to the to yourself in the mirror. Um, and uh, well, I you know I know this person, and I'm like, no, did you talk to Frank Scott? No, okay, well then hush. But in regards <laughs> to this rumor, um, I, I've heard I heard it a few weeks ago, probably right before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, but in politics there's just a lot of intangibles and so um you know frank is a politico you know besides the fact that he's done a bad job he's not a that's uh, an
0: understatement yeah
4: uh but he also he knows politics he's a he's a uh a bb uh alum and uh, those people will be helping him and helping him in the in the instance of They'll do polling, you know. Before you exit any race, uh, uh, you're going to do polling. You'll see where you're at. Uh, if you see the writing on the wall, I think he's got problems. Yeah, I, I, I think, I still, I think he has problems. But it's not a. No one can say, well, it's a slam dunk. He's no, no. Lose. You know, because it's Little Rock. Eighty percent of the vote in Little Rock is Democrats. Yeah, so it's Little Rock, and so. You know, the question is, you know, a lot of people, why doesn't so and so run for this? Why doesn't so and so run for this? Uh, And the issue is, when you're Little Rock, you're like the supreme leader of your city. You're like the governor of the city. Yeah. Uh, If you were to run for state senate, he literally loses any power. You go from being in charge to being part of the super minority who has no say. And so you think about if, if you're, you think about politicians, politicians often have big egos lot of pride all that stuff if you're a politician that operates that way why would you trade your seat to another seat that literally has zero power well when you look at how many
0: democrats are in the state uh, assembly that's a good point yeah.
4: except that he, so it, it you can make be, a lot of noise yeah, it have to be really 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 bad um, for him to do that, unless, like I said, law you we would go and speculate. You know, oh, he runs for senate. Maybe then he runs for a uh, governor, governor, congress, or something yeah. in, in that district. So uh, there's always that means to an end. But you know, just at the front end, it it internally they'll they'll have to be writing on the wall for him to leave. But also, why would he? You know, he 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 he. It's you know he's been serving like a dictator so why why would he switch that to just being in the super minority where he just sits there and just can yell all the time yeah well i wanted to deal with one other thing
0: yesterday while i was on the air i made a statement about tilting at windmills and uh, i was talking about some of the people that were running Mm. races to try to oust people that we're in Congress or whatever. And uh, somebody went online and I think misconstrued what I was saying. They thought I was saying that nobody should ever run against an incumbent. And that's not what I said. I I have all, I said during the time I was talking about it, that if you want to run, run. Mm-hmm. But At least be cognizant of the fact that you have a huge uphill slog Mm -hmm. against an incumbent. And if you look at your bank account and nobody is really kicking money towards your campaign, you may be tilting at windmills. You may want to run. It may be a good thing mm-hmm. that you are running. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say that it isn't. But if you can't finance your your campaign, mm-hmm. you're tilting at windmills. Yeah. Yeah. You really, really are. Your chances of winning are slim. Yes. Not saying I'm not saying that they can't. I'm not saying that grassroots type of campaigning doesn't work. It has worked. Mm-hmm. But if you look in the overwhelming majority of races, those are far and in between. Yeah.
4: Well, even the people that are grassroots candidates, uh, they raise money. they got to have some money. Uh, and so, you know, we talk to, you know, people talk about like Bo- uh, Bobart or uh, Green or congressman uh uh, collie collie something something like that uh uh uh, madison cawthorne not a collie um uh you know they all were kind of on the outside looking in but guess what they all raised decent money to become congress uh congressmen and congresswomen Mm -hmm. and so it's i i I am a firm believer if people want to run they should run yeah I don't have any problem uh, uh, with it, it's, and because here, you know, here's my key: it's their money. Yeah, I ran for 2014, <laughs> uh, and I lost, yep. and uh, and even as though I lost, people came after my well-being. Political people came after my well-being. Political people prevented me from being involved in politics, uh, and even now, as you know, I've become chairman, and I'm doing other things in my uh, private business life. Political people are coming after me again. And this time, I refuse to let people punish me for doing the things that I love. So I'm very passionate about people being able to run for office and doing what they want to do. We are the party of freedom, of free speech. Yet I find our party a lot of the time is trying trying to squash that free speech. But in regards to the primaries, run. Say what you want to say. If you want to be an idiot, be an idiot. If you want to get your ten percent, get your ten percent. If you want to be a actual legitimate candidate, then talk to people that know what it means to be a legitimate candidate. And it's it's fine if you, like I said, if you want to do the filing fee, if you want to do all that stuff, but don't don't. Everyone wants to be that one in a million. Well, there I know that candidate only spent a, a few thousand dollars and, and they won. You know, people use that new that New Jersey uh, senator. He only spent two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever it was, and he won. You know, okay. First of all, <clears throat> in that story, let's let's be honest. He spent two hundred fifty dollars in the primary, and guess what? He was unopposed in the primary. So the, you know, it, it, it's it's a half truth. And then and then two, you're probably not going to be that guy. You're just not. And then people like, well, I'm going to run like just like how Donald Trump ran. Donald Trump and, spent a lot yes. of money. I said, do you have ten billion dollars in your bank account? No. Okay. Well, then shut up, and you know, don't pretend like you're going to do what he did because you're not going to be able to spend two hundred and fifty million dollars on he, your race. Here's
0: what he proved: you don't have to spend
4: as much,
0: correct, as the person you're running against. But you still got to spend
4: a lot That's of right. money to get elected. That's right. And so, if you're wealthy, you have personal money. You want to get in, even if you're not wealthy and you can raise the money uh, uh, to get in, get in. Get in. Get in the process. This is what this country was built on. Um, and uh, there are le- there are legitimate candidates challenging uh, incumbents, and there are candidates that you're kind of like, who I don't know about that, but maybe you know may, maybe they'll do something maybe i've had a lot of those yeah. people on my show yeah you yeah.
0: know i've never turned people down no, that are running for office i've let them come on and talk and say what they they think needs to be done now did i go to the to the to the polls and and vote for them well i could vote for them many of them probably not okay yeah because uh it's easy to speak a great game. It's totally different uh, from to get my my belief in you that you're going to run the same game that you're talking yeah. when you're running. I mean, and, it just yeah. just that's who I that's who I am. To be honest, I I kind of like to dance with the devil that's
4: there than dance with the devil I don't have yeah. a clue about. But you're always fair. You're yeah, fair I try. and you're you're nice um, uh, to an extent. <laughs> yeah. might try to be and uh but that's how it should be because what if that candidate does end up winning because you're supposed to be, you're supposed to be nice to everyone not not because you know you want something well first of all that's the christian thing to do yeah. you're supposed to be nice to everyone they, they may um,
0: catch lightning in the bottle that's right i don't know if they will or not I also have. To, I ask him all the time, "Why are you running?" Yeah. Because sometimes people challenge incumbents only because they got the word "incumbent" in front of them, yeah. or they don't agree with them one hundred percent. That's right. I mean, I tell you what—I'm a Reaganite. I've told you that before. 80-20, baby. Yeah. If I can agree with eighty percent of what you're you're pushing, that I can probably support you, even if. Twenty percent, you screw up. Yeah. Unless you come out and you say, "I think we should legalize abortion." Yeah. Now you just you just broke cardinal sin for me. All right. I I wouldn't vote for you for dog catcher at that point. Let's take a break. We'll talk more about this when we come back. Just I just want everybody to be to be clear about where I stand on a, on a lot of this stuff. I'm pretty much a pragmatist. You're going to find that out. Easton Toyn, don't forget about him. Uh, If you find yourself in a bad situation on the side of the road and you need a tow, East End Towing, those are the folks you need to call. Uh, Because whatever the situation, East End Towing can handle it, and they've got all the answers. Your car breaks down. What if you're towing your boat? Your car breaks down. What if you're towing your camper? Those are all legitimate questions there. And East End Towing can help you out with that. Will they take your car to where you want it to be taken to. It doesn't end up in an impound lot. Uh, East End Towing can help you out with all of that. Here's the number to call. Put this in your phone so that you, you'll you dial them up. But just put it on your towing. That's all you got to do. 501-888-8849. It's 501-888-8849. All right, just, we're just, I'm just talking about what i said yesterday and i think some people misconstrued it thinking that i was saying that no one should should challenge an incumbent look if i was that way i would have never told people to go out and and challenge uh john cooper yeah. i definitely wanted people to challenge john cooper i wanted i wanted uh flippo to challenge uh, Burris. Burris. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted want the, I wanted those things to happen. Yep. And and they did. I want somebody to challenge uh Sturch. And they are. Well are they Somebody's going
4: up against you? Yeah, him? Representative John Payton announced uh what is today? Wednesday? Yeah. Uh Mo- Monday. Monday. Well I hadn't heard it. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear
0: it. Yep. Yep. Sturch is uh has done a lot of things that aren't good. Yep. Uh he calls himself a republican. I question that strongly all yeah. right, about what he's done. And uh, a lot of that goes back to the, the lady who used to hold that office. Mm. So, but this is, to think that I don't think that there's incumbents that don't need to be replaced and that nobody should run against them, that's not the case. I think that some people decide they're going to run against somebody, and I don't think that they've done anything bad enough to be tossed out on their oh. ear i think that that's uh you, you know that's yeah. up to that's up to the person who wants the challenge and the people who go to the polls to vote that's right. at that point all right and the best place the challenge is in the primary right.
4: because you're going to let your party have their say at that yeah. point well you know um I just if you wanna run, run and, and run run properly, run uh I would say respectfully run with class. Uh I, I think that's always the most and run with class, run honest honestly, uh run as the Christian that you tell everyone that you are. Uh that seems hard for some people to do that. Make your points. Uh, absolutely yeah. but and and you then, can do that without being don't ugly don't about whine it. Whine about stuff. Let's just stop whining about things they didn't know it you know it's too expensive and okay well go go raise money well you know the people that i know won't get well you know what barack obama raised hundreds of millions of dollars a billion uh, uh, a billion uh off of three dollar donations three dollars and so when you're out touting you know, I got all these social media followers, or I know all these people from traveling the U.S. and stuff like that, or traveling the state, even the, even I have done. That doesn't mean that they'll give you money. I, I, yeah, I ran for office in 2014. I've made those phone calls. I don't mean to squat um, unless, they, unless they've bought into what you believe in, and they'll give you money. Um, and so it, it, it's a hard process to do. It, it's a lot of discipline you know how many how many hours i've talked to candidates before people people come to me as chairman and say well what do i need to do And i'd give them same advice as so anyone else is you know you, you need to be disciplined you need to stay on the phone you need to call people you need to go meet people and guess what even if you go meet that businessman that ends up not giving you money you've made a connection or maybe in the future that he or she will give you money or maybe they'll vote for you
0: you know i think that for me, is the hardest part of politics is going and asking people to give you money. Yeah,
4: it's no fun.
0: Yeah, because people like their money. Mm-hmm. I'm just
4: telling you. You have to convince them that the investment is uh, is worth it. And uh, and trust me, you know when I first announced for state auditor in 2014, I was 23 years old. Just think being twenty three, he was still and, wet behind and, the wheel. And, you know, the, the yeah, and sitting in front of CEOs or even non CEOs, just regular folks that are well off, and convincing them that hey, you need to give a thousand dollars to this guy that could be your son. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and and you got to do. You have to have those conversations, and and you continue to uh create those relationships you know there are people that didn't give me a dime uh, in 2014 that have told me that if i run again in the future that they'll give me money but those are types of that's the relationship building that you have to do yourself in some areas well yeah when when you're in politics you cannot disappear uh and then come back and think everyone's just going to be jump on the train you cannot offend people to To uh, to support you is this idea that we're going to go on social media and offend our way to the to the uh, office we're running for. I, I don't know what's going on in people's heads.
0: Well, you know i I don't know why sometimes people vote the way they vote. I'm, I'm I've never been able to figure it out in all instances. Mm-hmm. I can typically pick races pretty closely, but I miss them. I I just yeah. miss them, and we all do. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of uh, interesting as far as that. Look, I didn't think Biden would win the last presidential election, and Trump didn't lose uh, because they cheated. I'm just you know I'm just going to tell you that uh, he made some boneheaded decisions along the way, and even he, I think, if you could sit down with him. One on one, out of the range of microphones and stuff, would tell you that he made some boneheaded decisions. Uh, I think that he under he underscored. Let me underscore this part. He didn't play the 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 virus as seriously as he should have, and that hurt him. That hurt him. People got scared. They did. They got scared. I don't think it was. Him writing, you know, his uh mistives. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. I asked Eric Coleman to come by today. He is the owner of Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. We're not that far now from the wonderful world of Christmas. Mm. Christmas is uh, is is coming coming on. Yeah. So uh seventeen days. We're gonna get into that uh a little bit here in a moment. First of all, I want to talk to you about PI roofing. PI Roofing uh, will take care of your roof to make sure the water stays out of your house and doesn't get in your house. Uh, if if you're seeing discoloration on your ceiling in your home or along the wall, you know there's a line that goes down the drywall of your house, or once in a while, let's just say it rains really, 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 really hard, uh, and then you see a little bit of water puddle down there, at the bottom of your your, uh, your wall, you got a leak somewhere and you need to get it fixed. Now, know that just because the discoloration is in your bedroom doesn't mean that the leak is in your roof over your bedroom. Yeah. It can be over <laughs> your kitchen somewhere or whatever. Uh, Water is weird. It follows the path of least resistance, and uh, if it gets in, it, it may go 25 40 feet away from where it's coming in at yeah. and then making itself known i i told you yesterday when i was talking about this that i had some discoloration uh in my living room and uh just a, a bit i mean just a little i'm always looking so i see it just a little bit and i get nervous and i call pi roofing your roof leak detectives and have them come out and look the one nail that had come loose was at the very front of my house where the garage is at and it was showing up at the uh, in the living room so that was probably 20 i'm going to say about 35 feet difference and you look at it and you go how in the heck did it get from there to there and it just water's weird just know that that's why pi roofing comes out to your house finds where the leak's coming in, fixes it, goes in and looks for the trail of the water so they make sure that that is what they're dealing with because they may think it's coming from there and it's coming from somewhere else. It's just it's really strange. But they're the professionals. They can find it for you. If you'll call them, they'll come out to your house and they will inspect your roof. And make sure it's still in good working order. 707 3551 is their number. PI com is how you get them on the, the internet. Now, I asked Eric to come on today. I, well, I told you yesterday why I was going to have him come on. What's hot this year? Oh,
3: what's yeah, hot? You're on everything's hot everything's hot Yeah, and i've got everything that they need
0: okay well i always you've always had
3: everything they need you know Dave. they could just stop in real quick uh you know front door service is from right off the street and they don't have to go to the mall or go anywhere else and look around i've got what mall yeah i know yeah (laughs) it's about mall yeah i mean i don't even go to the mall anymore
0: but like you um, can't yeah it's
3: closed (laughs) So, I mean, if you're History. really looking for some diamond earrings or whatever it is, I have it. Stop by. Uh, I'm giving my James Hayes Christmas blown ornaments away this year as well. Ooh, again? How many every years have
0: year? been doing that for know, like five se- years? Ten, ten years. Has it been ten years mm-hmm. now? Those are cool-looking ornaments.
3: See? Yeah, you know, they really uh, make great stocking stuffers for the wife, if you know what I'm saying. They like it. Yeah.
0: Here's so. the key. If you got a lot of young kids, maybe not the best thing to put on your tree. Yeah. If you do, put right. them way high, Right. okay, because yeah. yeah. they will break, just so you'll know, they'll break.
3: And, uh, and just come in and talk to me, and uh, I had a gentleman come in the store yesterday, he's looking for a diamond, and I explained to him what I did, how I sell diamonds, and we carry the uh, GIA certified diamonds in the store, which are perfectly cut, which is the most important factor when you buy a diamond, and I try to explain that to customers when they come in. But if you just need any quick Christmas presents, I've got the Bravani line. That's what we're pushing right now. It's the paperclip and uh, dashing diamonds. This is what's uh really Dashing diamonds. Dashing diamonds. It's where they pierce the stone, and you don't have any settings for the stone when they drop down real Yes, but,
0: I looked at those because yeah. you talked to them last time, and I looked at them. Yeah. They look
3: that's like and super, uh, uber
0: cool. I don't say super. Uber. Uber yeah. cool now. <laughs>
3: They're, they're, yeah they're very popular so we're pushing that line right now and uh i just come come by the store anytime i would love to meet you and if you need a good jeweler i'm a good jeweler yeah in if you need it cleaned years. if you need it repaired he can do all right. of that and we're doing some more custom we've been doing some custom we still haven't stopped all the custom work we've been doing a lot of it
0: have you had some people walk in here I
3: have. good
0: i i you're an <laughs> artist and i tell them that and so you you're know, a special guy you know you get you know it
3: all yeah well i do when it comes to jewelry but that's about i it. know you know it all
0: <laughs> you know somebody said, well, well, well he's full of himself no he knows what he can do right that's the key and you if you go in and you give him some ideas of what you're looking for let's say you're thinking about a wedding band for your your wife right and you go i want something special now the first thing he's going to say well what does she like yeah, <laughs> that'd be the first question. Well, I keep you out that. of trouble. Okay,
3: I try to help young men. Really, you know, go the, steer them in the right direction of how to buy things and what it is that she wants because it's most you got to get that right, Dave. You know, look at Eric
0: as you can't mess it up. The guy who knows what you need to know and he can keep you
3: out of trouble. Right, <laughs> And that's what
0: I do. And you don't want to spend and then an, you know a lot of money yeah. and then she looks at it and you'll know.
3: Well, the gentleman said, and I said, I said, well, let me ask you a question. Has he, she sent you any pictures of anything on your phone? And of course, she had. So we were going through the pictures, trying to figure out what it is that she he wants. And I said, uh, well, we can make all this for you, but it's you know, we'll we'll make the ring after Christmas for you, or I can put it into just simple solitaire, and I won't charge you for the solitaire. Just, you know. So you make all these decisions real quick about how to, you know, buy diamonds and things like that. And I'm sitting there with three diamonds uh, showing on the counter, which one do you like, you know. Right. Trying to go through the details of
0: that. Well, you got plenty of diamonds to show. Yeah. Or at least you did. you still got, like, you well, have I've always had Well,
3: I've ovals and rounds right now is what I've got, mainly because that's what's in demand.
0: That's the hot Yeah, The hot the ovals looks really good. I mean, does, does that... Does that kind of decide for you in how the design has to kind of look if you buy a, now, a you know an oval versus well, I don't know a princess cut or whatever? Well, what
3: happens now? See, she's already determined that's what she wants is the oval, so she's got the pictures on the phone and sent them to him already. Right. So we open that up, but she did multiples, multiple designs you know and right so, you know you got to have one design or just you know let's do this or do that and then we'll go with that and then we'll she'll be real happy that's cool you, know you want saying? her
0: you want her to be happy i
3: how many guys are looking at engagement rings and they have not been sent pictures from their girlfriend i mean that's the way it is here's what i want
0: you, you haven't know? gone through this yet ken
4: i almost got married once oh but, did you but, was I she mean, sending I, you I, pictures of rings? i knew exactly what Type of ring, what type
3: of cut? Oh, you did? She yeah. told you?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, good. Yeah. Oh, that's great. See, because you, you, you know, you're not being steered wrong with that.
4: Well, you got to, you got to, like, secretly, you know, you go and look, you secretly, add, and they'll tell you. Yeah. Man, they, they just, they just got to remember.
3: What did she tell you? What cut diamond did she wear? I don't
4: even know what. I just, it's, it's like, it's one that looks like a teardrop.
3: Oh, that's a pear shape. Okay. Yeah. 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 See that? Yeah. I got a person coming in uh, tonight to look at uh, teal green blue green sapphires mm. that's really hot right mm-hmm. now blue green sapphires are really hot it sounds pretty and it's called teal it's got the both color combination in the stones right and so they're coming tonight but they're hard to find
0: okay so is is regular diamonds still as hot as they were or have color stones really cut into their well i would say likeability, a lot so to of speak.
3: the young group they've been buying peach morganites sapphires and all kinds of different colored sapphires—not just the standard blue, right? The yellow, different colors, and whatever. Now the teal is real, real popular. Um
0: It's weird how colors suddenly get real hot, and yeah. then two years from now they won't be hot anymore.
3: Yeah, it's like all, the internet kind of dictates that.
0: Yeah, because well, they're searching Pinterest. That.
3: They're searching Pinterest, and that, you know they see all these pictures and all that stuff. Like one came in, I decided it was a moonstone ring. With uh in rose gold with diamonds around it. it was beautiful rings.
0: Okay. Moonstone, not moon, mood. Moon. Okay.
3: M-O-O-N.
0: You don't make mood rings anymore, <laughs> no, do you? My mood ring turns black.
3: <laughs> it turns black? Oh, that's bad.
0: <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I I remember when those were huge. But anyway. Yeah, it's just really interesting the whole concept of jewelry and how it changes. Is, is rose gold still the hot rose
3: gold, gold and yellow golds are hot right now. Not so much white. Sometimes it's not as hot.
0: Is is it because white gold reminds them too much of silver?
3: I don't know. I don't know. it's Just some people like the yellow gold mix. You know, I've got a lot of yellow gold jewelry in the store now. I've got diamond earrings that are in set in yellow gold that's interesting yeah it is it looks good actually because I, I, I know price, cetera, yellow,
0: my wife's not a gold lover she loves silver yeah she really likes silver yeah and i always say that's good i'm glad i don't tell her that's because i know it's going to be cheaper but
3: it, yeah. <laughs> you know she likes silver but just some people you know skin tone makes a difference in what you what you wear well some you know people some people yeah, you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it looks better that
0: way will only buy silver. that's why James Avery stays in business, yeah, you know he makes silver jewelry <laughs> that's all he makes is silver yeah. jewelry, and uh then people will go see what he's got and he he makes religious jewelry on top of that, right, but uh now, I met him a couple of times, nice guy. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, he's passed away now. Oh, has he? Yeah. Mm, yeah. His family runs the business But, you know,
3: now. Dave, uh, if the people would just come by and introduce themselves or just stop by the store and give me a chance to open talk Open to 10
0: them. o'clock yeah. every
3: day, Monday yeah. through Saturday, closed on Sunday, as he should well, be. Well, I probably will be open
0: this Sunday. Oh, you're going to be open yes, for, for be during open the holidays?
3: Next. Yes, I have to be open during the Sundays right now to keep stay, uh, stay ahead of the game.
0: Well, that's because people think that you should be open, and so they
3: come by to see yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Just come by and see me. <laughs> I'm there. No, you nose to definitely the, be there. Nose to the bench, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what I'm you're saying. I know how
0: hard you work. <laughs> yeah. And then it's you, yeah. and you've got a gentleman there who works uh, your uh, machine. He, now, he now I'm, I'm going to have him talk about this machine, because it's an important machine.
3: Well, what it is, is it's CAD software. So we develop the designs on the computer. And then we have a 3D printer, and we print them out. We give you the opportunity to, during the process to see every step that we do, and you won't be uh, disappointed in knowing what we do. Because the render from the CAD is sent to you through your email, and you get to look at it and all that. And you say, you tell us kind of what you want to do, and if you want to see the print of that particular piece, we can print it out and let you look at the piece mm-hmm. before we cast. So we do this all the time, Dale. Yeah,
0: because they could change that they can't when they start casting it it's yeah. now it's getting into stone correct
3: right. yeah no when it's cast it's we set it up okay. i gotta get the approval from the customer to let me know what i right. want to do but what that what it is dave is that i had so many young people come in with their cell phones this can you make this uh-huh can you make this so i had to get this cad software the 3d printer and understand that we have to become manufacturers of jewelry in order to give it to them what it is that they want so that's what we do All Right? not just that but everything but I, I you can't go just anywhere and walk in the store and and say hey i need you to design something for me you can't go into the mall jewelry store and do something like that it doesn't happen they don't even know what they're doing yeah you got to come see me All it right. doesn't matter what it's my making jewelry, or what
0: let's talk back we'll talk more in a second we gotta get a break in so uh let's do that then we'll return to the dave ellswick show here on 1011 FM. Uh, the answer. Don't forget that Congressman Hill is coming up in the next half hour. All right, I've got a little bit of time left. You got a question about uh, you know jewelry, about diamonds, about colored gemstones, white gold, 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 rose, gold, silver, right, whatever. You can talk to the man right here. He's got the answers. He I'm really. A- ha- and, and he's an independent. Which is really important, and you you just made a point that I want to come back and address. You can't walk into, you know, uh, one of those alphabet stores. You know, they got names that start with A or a K or Z, whatever, yeah, or a Z, <laughs> and and ask them to make you a specific piece of jewelry. They don't do it. Right, Eric does. Right.
3: That's why they need to come see me. Even if you've been sent that picture on the phone, you can come see me and we can make that, give me an estimate for it.
0: And you've got so many diamonds and other <laughs> stones there. I won't say where they're at, because I don't want somebody to show up at your store, but the bottom line is you've got the uh, people walk in, look, and you can beat the prices of the big name brand stores on engagement I've- rings, wedding rings, you know, ring, right. rings, whatever you want to call them.
3: I had a guy that came in the store. He's been to Rare Carrot. Oh, he's been shopping online, checking things out in prices. I said, I'll tell you what you do. You go and look at the bottom line of that on Rare Carrot, Blue Nile, and you see that how difficult it is to return a stone if you get it in the mail. Uh-huh. You can't. They have so li- Literally, they have it where you can't return the stone. And, I, and he saw that and he came back and shopped and bought the diamond and saw that the diamond was a great price, and he bought the diamond. Yep. Y- you can't order a diamond through the mail anymore or a stone, gemstone. It's not, you know, you, can, you just can't do it because you don't know what you're going to get.
0: Well, and you don't know whether you're getting a real gemstone or you're getting a fabricated gemstone. Yeah,
3: Lab-grown is really, really bad. It's just gone down per carat value, $800 per carat, one carat, $1,600 or two carats but the lab grown diamonds are have no uh value they have no resale value value at all even the pawn shops won't take them in
0: wow how how do you tell if something has been been synthetically made or Mm -hmm. you know was a piece of coal one time and under pressure turned into a diamond what
3: happens is they have uh on the inscription on the girdle is lab grown inscription number and it also says lab grown on the side of it but you can't see that unless you've got a microscope, right? Right. So that's what, you know, and also you have a machine that detects it as well. <laughs> so they're mixing the lab groans with parcels of natural stones to sell them. So this has been a problem in the industry as far as that's concerned.
1: Mm.
4: You know? I've always wondered. I've always wondered how many men go to stores and get duped and, yeah, and they're, and they're, a lot, or, right? And their wife's not really is wearing a real, quote-unquote, real diamond. Right.
3: Well, see, I don't sell lab-grown in my store because of the problems that exist with that stone. Okay? It's just not – if you want to hand that stone down to your daughter, you know, in future generations, you can't. Really, you're not handing something of value. It doesn't mean anything. It was grand, grandmother's diamond, you know. I have a lot of people that bring grandmother's diamond in that we you know, rework, or they have that, and I build the whole ring around that diamond. Yep. But uh, lab grown's are not something I would guarantee, uh, think that anybody would want to buy. And some people want it because it's cheap, you know, looks good. But whether or not she knows that or not is another story. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when they used to buy zirconium, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of the way it is.
0: it's it's the way it it works as far as that goes so if somebody it's too late now i mean we were only 17 days away from christmas for somebody to walk in and say i want this for christmas
3: okay so a guy comes in i said okay let's buy the let's get the diamond out of the way and the second process is making the mounting for that diamond so we sell the diamond Okay. We get started on the process, and then it'll be in February, or, March, or January, or March, uh, February for it to be ready. Because the manufacturing companies, all the manufacturing, everybody shuts down after Christmas. Which I might take a few days off because I'm going to be tired. But everybody <laughs> showing your age, Eric. Yeah, I know it. Forty years. Forty years at the bench. Yeah. Yeah. How much? I'm uh, surprised you're not a good? hunchback. Uh, I do have a hunchback here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's from this, I don't mind you watching you <laughs> walk in and you look is, you like Igor or somebody. Yeah, what's well, you know? catching up with me a little bit, but I, uh, I still love it. I love it. I love the jewelry industry.
0: Well, you've loved it ever since you were a kid. Yeah, I know. It's just started when I was. Not a kid. The job for you; is avocation more than a vocation. Although you like to make money at it, but right. that you got to make money to be able to live. That's just the way it goes.
3: Mm-hmm. So you know, just stop by the store if you have something, or send me an email eric at com. if you got a picture and uh we can look at it okay. get back in touch with them you know all right
0: three thousand kavanaugh boulevard suite e uh you'll push the button you know inside and he will look outside and let you in and right. uh you can uh you know eric <coughs> takes the time out to talk to people and find out what you want and what you're needing uh the other thing that uh, that he does is he opens up at 10 o'clock every day, Monday through Saturday. Or if you want to send up set a time up, let's say you, you can only meet at 2. So you want to make sure Eric sets some right, time right. around, call him, 501-246-3655.
3: I got it all right in front of me, man.
0: Yeah. Good. Make sure people know about it. Tell about it all the
3: time. I mean, stop in. Come and introduce yourself to me.
0: And... If you tell them that I sent you you're going to get 20% off. Right. We got 20% off. I got a lot of discounts in the store right now. Yeah, and it's good cuz I, I I look I I told I've told you I bought some stud Diamond earrings for my wife because everybody convinced me that every woman wants a pair of stud diamond earrings, and I saved some big dollars on it. You did, uh, you did really, yeah, they're good, (laughs) they were good. What can I tell you? It was good. Well, I appreciate you coming by today, stopping by and visit. Yeah, we'll get you in here again next week. Okay, all right, talk to you then, Eric over at Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. We got uh, Congressman Hill, Congressman Westerman. They're on their way after the news.
1: Dave, 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 Dave. Ellswick.
0: Dave. Dave. Ellswick. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Ellswick. It is a Wednesday, and that means uh, Ken Yang is in. He is the chairman of the selene Republican Party. Uh, and Celine uh, county republican party he's also the chair of the chairs here in the state of uh, arkansas so i always have him on if there's anything going on in politics that i'm not hearing about he'll bring it up and yeah. uh, you'll know about it
4: we same have a time good that i know about up. it what's got what's the uh event? the saline county republican women and uh, we're the saline county republican committee is partnering with them we're supporting mm-hmm. them uh, they're having their Christmas. Uh, we're having our Christmas party get together on December fourteenth at six p.m. at the Enclave. And there's going to uh, judge Jim Troopus, who's one of uh, Donald Trump's attorneys up there in Wisconsin. Is oh, cool! Be a speaker, but it's not really be like speaker. You know, like you know, sit at the dinner. It's going to be very yeah. kind of casual. Christmas, like I said, Chris, Christmas dinner, Christmas get together, eggnog and cookies. Yeah. Um, i don't know about eggnod that. that's all All the ladies are handling all of that <laughs> I they're love doing great jake great job and so uh you can go find find the link on uh saline county uh uh gop's uh webpages an event and you can go to uh find tickets event bright i think they're thirty dollars uh, a ticket and i think fifty dollars for a couple if i remember correctly and uh you can go purchase tickets. It'll be a really good crowd, really good time, just good fellowship before Christmas and and all that good stuff. So, all right,
0: I want to. We got uh, Congressman French Hill with us, and Congressman, there's been things people have been talking about you. They've been talking about you, so I want to bring up the, a couple of subjects and let you address them if you would. First, uh, on red flag laws, there's been some changes with that. Is that not true?
1: Yeah, I told uh, everybody that no one in the House uh, supported that what was called a red flag provision being kept in the defense bill, and it was taken out by the Republicans in the House in the Senate House conference. We talked about that several weeks ago. Uh, But just to be clear, it also was not, you know, a red flag law per se. It was trying to align military justice on domestic battery. With civilian law. Okay. But the bottom line is I didn't support really that even being in the defense bill. And as I told you several weeks ago, it was taken out by House Republicans in the Senate. Uh, and that bill has now passed uh, the House, the defense bill. So it was a that was a good to get our pay raise for our troops. And our investigation of Afghanistan's pullout was also in that bill.
0: All right. H.R. 550, bring us up on that.
1: So oh, yeah, last, uh, last week uh, there was a conservative bill <clears throat> on the House floor which made sure that cyber protections and additional information technology security was in place for all of our state departments of public health. So our state departments of public health did our immunization records. This was to keep them safe. This is not new. But suddenly, when I got home last weekend, this was suddenly a COVID-19 vaccine database. Okay. Uh, and that it revealed people's IDs and that it was tracking who got the vaccine. None of that's true. Zero. Zero. It has nothing to do with COVID-19. It simply modernizes the data security requirements for state part departments of public health. It was written by a very conservative doctor who's a member of Congress from Indiana, Larry Bouchon. Mm-hmm. Uh But this just was a rumor that went wild on the Internet and in some, uh, I'd say, TV talking heads. And it's just not factually true. So anyway, I spent a lot of last weekend explaining that to constituents.
0: Yeah. How does that kind of stuff get started? I mean, seriously, it's it's not erroneous. It seems like, to me, somebody is out there willingly putting out bad information, misinformation.
1: Yeah, I don't know how it gets started. It's not unusual. It's like calling a domestic battery rule in a defense bill, you know, a red flag law. These kind of things happen. They happen fast now. now with social media. And I always encourage people, you know, get more than one opinion before you just uh, jump to a conclusion. We try to put information out on our website at hill.house.gov, and anytime there's something that's got confusion or uh, really runs rampant on the Internet, we try to put information out on our website. But here, again, I guess the point is, Dave, that, you know, our states have always had immunization databases, so that's true. Um, But the rumor that I picked up on last Friday and Saturday was somehow this was a bill that creates a federal vaccine database that creates a tracking system on personal people's information. And uh, it just doesn't do any of that. I mean, it's just almost I hate to say it. It's just crazy to say that.
0: Yeah, it's not. It wasn't in the booster shots, was it? I mean, it wasn't little nanobots in the booster shot, was it?
1: Yeah, I mean, we got, uh, I mean, uh, I just, uh, some of this, and look, I think the origin of it, Dave, is because people are so damn frustrated with the pandemic, and they've gotten so much confusing information from Dr. Fauci and some of these people who, uh, you know, in the name of the big government, have misled people all along the way from March of last year. I mean, so I get the frustration and the suspicion of government edicts, but in this case, uh, this was not uh, creating a vaccine yeah, database. I, and I think tell for me, people that's not
4: true. Yeah, for me, Congressman, is is e- even when you do explain it and you do, you, you Cong- and Congressman Westerman and, 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 and you know explain it, you know, tell people what's in the bill, what's not in the bill. It's just somehow like people still don't want to believe it. And that's what, that's for me, I'm sure that's frustrating for you. That's what frustrates me. I often say, the people that scream and yell about fake news are seemingly are the ones that spread the most fake news.
1: Yeah, well, look, um, I think there's truth to that. And I think the advice I have for people, particularly in a social media world where you have so much information uh, coming into your computer, into your smartphone, <clears throat> it just it's kind of like medicine. Always get a second opinion. And your elected officials spend all day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, working on these issues, listening to the debate, trying to figure out where truth is uh, from fiction. And uh, so a great place to call is uh, those of us in the Congress or in the Senate and ask them the question. And look, when we explain these things uh, to constituents on the phone – or respond to them in an email. Or We get lots and lots of emails back, Ken, that say, hey, thank you, thanks for explaining this to me. This sounded terrible. I did, could not figure it out. Thanks for helping me understand uh, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think conversation is the best antidote to fake news, uh, but this is a classic <laughs> example of President Trump's favorite line, fake news.
0: Well, you always go to the horse's mouth, as far as I'm concerned. And I, that's why I call your office. If there's a question, I call your office. They get the answer for me, and I share it with my listeners. That's the way it works. And then, uh, you know, we have you on every week. And if we've been getting people asking about this or that, I make sure that I ask you about it. We've already asked two questions thus far that came from listeners.
1: You bet. I think that's why I love uh, being on the radio every week. It's right in just-in-time in the news cycle about what's happening, what are people talking about. That's why we have talk radio. That's why we have uh, our elected officials uh, have access to the people. And it's the beauty, I have to say, of why House members, in the in the wisdom of our founders, have a two-year term. The whole mission by the founders in our Constitution was that the House be close to the people, and those two year terms keep us constantly in touch with our constituents and in uh, both the internet and talk radio are an amazing awesome way to do that on a weekly basis
0: all right we got to get a break in we're halfway through our uh, our segment with uh, congressman hill we'll come back we got more questions for him we want to see what he knows about what did the president talk to putin about yesterday is Is that information getting out? Can we talk about it here on the Dave Ellswick Show? Don't forget about David Lucas. David Lucas wants you to protect all of that money you've been trying to save up. It's not easy. You've been trying to save this money so that when you do retire, you can do so in a little bit of uh, comfort. Uh, You might be concerned about the out-of-control government spending or the soaring inflation, political unrest rapid decline of the U S dollar. Uh, and that's why a lot of people are buying silver and gold to protect their investments, but don't let 1970 style inflation destroy your retirement. If you lived through the Carter administration, like I did, it's sometimes it's like waking up to a, a bad dream. Uh, as far as that's concerned, learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, your IRA, your 401k, your hard earned uh, savings call, Now, David Lucas, uh, they work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you get direct prices from the dealer you can trust. To learn more about buying silver and gold, call 501-222-3315. That's one more time, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services are offered to David Lucas financial and Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, back with uh, the Congressman Congressman French Hill is with us district two here on the Dave Ellswick show. Congressman, the uh, president talked with uh, Putin yesterday. Putin's got uh, like 175,000 troops massed on the Ukrainian border. And, uh, from what I understood, the, the the Russian press reported that they didn't even talk about that. Is that true?
1: Uh, I have not. I'm getting ready to go to a meeting where I'm going to get a readout on this. But let me let's step back a second and say, why is Russia threatening Ukraine? Why has Russia got uh, people in the Donbas region of Ukraine? It all goes back to the Obama Biden administration. Obama did not stand up to Putin and put Ukraine at risk. He did nothing when uh, Russia went into Crimea, formerly Ukrainian property. Right. And so this—it's it, so frustrating to me to have Joe Biden being the point person here. <laughs> Biden, Biden, and Obama gave the Ukrainians lip service. Blankets and MREs, and Donald Trump was elected, and we changed the policy. We got support in Congress, and we gave lethal weapons to the Ukrainians to defend themselves from the Russians, and so the Russians, and so we had a stalemate. Russia didn't do anything else during uh, the Trump administration, and in fact, of course, what's the irony in this? <clears throat> the Democrats, Adam Schiff, Obama's people, Biden's people attempted to impeach Trump for ensuring that lethal aid was delivered to the Ukrainians as opposed to the Obama-Biden policy. This is why this makes us so rich and so nuts that Joe Biden is somehow now in charge of of this. So uh, we need to deliver lethal aid. We need to have a united front in Europe. And what President Biden can be doing to be most helpful is to make sure that France, Germany, Great Britain are all on the same page with us, NATO on the same page, that Russia cannot invade Ukraine, that it will trigger uh, an effort by uh, NATO to stop that. Yeah, uh, it's a is, tough, it, it's, it's a tough, challenging subject. Yeah, uh, but that's what our position should be, in my view.
0: Is that is that the problem? I've I've heard that the major problem is, and and I'm sure a lot of other people have heard this too that uh, Putin does not want the Ukraine to be member of NATO. Now, they're like an associate member of NATO. I mean, we're already going to protect them if they get attacked, but uh, they don't want them to be made a member of NATO because they don't want a NATO nation right on their border.
1: That's right. And this has been uh, Putin's foreign policy since he's been in office multiple times over the last uh, 20 years, which is to block. They want to put the band back together. He wants to have the former Soviet republics, certain strategic ones, back part of Russia and fully squarely in the Russian orbit. Ukrainians and Ukrainian politicians, I was on the phone call with Ukrainian parliamentarians two weeks ago. They consider themselves European. They want to be part of the European economic system. They want to be part of NATO's a protection system. They don't want to uh, be under the thumb of authoritarian dictator of Vladimir Putin.
0: Okay, and with with that, uh, the United States also could threaten uh, Putin with cutting off uh, his ability to flow oil through his pipeline, correct?
1: That's correct. That is something that was considered, apparently, uh, in the Obama-Biden administration. They never did it. Uh, and so that is an economic sanction that for Russia is incredible. If they cut off the ability for uh, the dollar to pay for that oil or through the wire transfer system between Europe and Russia, that would be, you know, an economically catastrophic penalty for Russia.
4: Yeah, it would be very devastating. Go ahead, Ken. You know, I've I, I read the articles and, you know, the threats and, you know, I, the – the the foreign minister uh, that reports to Putin kind of just shrugged his shoulders, you know, same Samo same old threats, you know, by the U.S. I mean, my president can't even go over and uh, do this in person to show strength. Uh, help people like me and the listeners who, literally, while I'm hearing you talk about some of this stuff, I kind of just shrugged my shoulders because I'm like. I don't really don't believe that Putin would do anything. I mean Biden would do anything if Putin invaded Ukraine. I really think I really think that uh, the the weakness we've showed across the na- uh, world with Afghanistan and China and other places that uh, you know if I was Vladimir Putin I'd go ahead and uh, invade Ukraine and be like you know do something about it.
1: Exactly. And uh, he paid no real price for taking Crimea. He had a a 19th century uh, legal logic that Crimea was uh, connected to and legally part of Russia, not Ukraine. And nobody did anything about it, particularly in Europe. Uh, And we've simply coddled. Russia in the Biden administration trying to get their support for going back into the Iran deal, for example, granting them the Nord Stream uh, pipeline approval. Even though the you know, Biden administration blocks our oil and gas development, blocks the Keystone pipeline that cost uh, Metro Little Rock a thousand jobs. Uh, it's so you're right. Putin is uh, watching the Biden administration's response, the failures in Afghanistan, and they're going to push the envelope. And China's going to push the envelope. And that's why the United States and our NATO allies need to stay uh, strong here.
0: All right. With that, with that said, I just uh, saw on uh, television that the Arizona governor has announced that they are going to put their National Guard on the border. Things are getting worse there, aren't they?
1: Dave, I don't know a subject that you and I have not spent more time analyzing discussing uh, than the border for this past uh, seven years that I've had the privilege to be in public uh, service. Let me tell you something. This 1.7 million people interdicted at the border. That's the ones we caught. That doesn't count the people that got into the country, the drugs that got into the country, or the fentanyl in the country, all that uh, we've caught. A lot, but how much did we miss? All because of the mismanagement and incompetence of this Biden administration canceling uh, President Trump's policies. We read this week that Remain in Mexico is going to back into force, and I can't tell you uh, how fewer people and how much less crisis and more, fewer uh, hundreds of millions of dollars we would have spent if Joe Biden had simply left Donald Trump's border policy in place. Uh, It's just, it's just. Incompetence is the is the only way I could even describe it. He destroyed a working policy and never replaced it. And here we are, December, and he's talking about trying to go back to implementing Donald Trump's policy that he canceled on January
0: 21st. Yeah, it's crazy about what they're doing down along the border. It gets worse and so, worse.
1: I mean, we're spending Texas uh, has had its uh, Department of Safety smoky bears the state troopers and the texas guard down they spent over a billion dollars this year texas taxpayers
0: well they know a billion dollars they know how how important it is to to have that under control exactly you know that's the key all right we're out of time congressman it's always a pleasure to be with you we'll get back together again next week we'll talk to you later again uh congressman french hill talking to us here on the Dave Ellswick show very interesting some of the things that we talked about yeah. uh, today don't worry about uh house bill 550 no it's not start it's not starting a vaccination database you don't have to worry about that red flag law not there anymore it's dead wasn't a red flag law in the first place so uh just know that uh, the man's doing his job as far as I'm concerned he's voting the right way Taking care of business, taking care of business. All right. We've got uh, Bruce Westerman coming up after the news. So uh, we got to get to uh, Bill O'Reilly. He wants to talk to you a little bit. Don't know what he's got on his mind. Might be about all those people leaving New York City. I don't know. Heading to Florida. That's a true story. It's happening. Big migration of legal citizens heading south. (laughs) Just so you know. All right. So let's get to Bill. He's with us right now. All right. If you're still looking and in the uh, market uh, for health insurance, which you should be, everybody needs to have some kind of health insurance, but then you need health insurance that you can afford, then you need to talk to Pat Davis. Pat Davis can cut your health insurance by 30 to 50%. That's, uh, That's a significant savings. And it's a lot of money over the course of a year. And with that, you can get Whatever health plan you want that's sold here in the United States, you get that, you get no copays. you get all the good things, uh, that go along with health insurance and a lot uh, of not getting the ashes that you got to put in your mouth as well, uh, to get uh, health, uh, health insurance. <coughs> so what you want to do is talk to Pat and find out how he does this. He's going to share that with you, and it's a ten, fifteen, maybe twenty-minute call at the most, and you can talk with him and find out what his secret is. Uh, in fact, you might even uh, be able to talk to him and find out uh, how he wrangles those payments to come from uh, the uh, the hospitals and stuff back to you to reimburse you on uh, on health care. But what you need to do is talk to Pat. Pat Davis can help you out. Uh 605 uh 501 uh, 605, 501, 605 is his number. Or you can visit him online, read all about all the things that he's got going for you to save you money at uh, Your Health Plan man. That's one word, yourhealthplanman.com. 737 here on uh, a morning of uh, wednesday we are halfway through the week that's a good thing uh christmas what they say 17 days from christmas now uh yeah that so where so we're what, at? the eight, yeah. So so the eight days. Yeah. yeah 17 days so yeah. keep that in mind uh, if you haven't bought the christmas gifts yet buy them pretty soon or you probably won't be able to get them under the tree uh, to be given away on Christmas Eve and in Christmas Day. All right, joining us uh, today again uh, from District 4 is going to be Congressman Bruce Westerman. Congressman Westerman, thanks for giving us the time, as you always do on Wednesdays. Uh, a, gr- a great way to talk to your constituency uh, about what's happening up in Washington, D.C. So let me just start with uh, the big story that for whatever reason, not a lot of people are talking about it today. Maybe it's because you all need to get behind closed doors and find out what the president did yesterday when he talked to Putin. But what are some of the things that you're hoping to hear when uh, they bring you up to date on all of this?
2: Well, good morning, Dave. And first off, thank you for for having me on. It's my, my honor to get to come on. And Always talk to you and Ken and and uh, well, our constituent or my constituents listen in as well as a lot of other people. <laughs> but um, you know, as far as you know, what I heard from the the conversation Biden had with Putin, I I don't think it was a very strong statement that he made. Uh, you know. The fact that he's already approved or, or agreed with this Nord Stream two pipeline, I think, is signaling to to Russia that he's not going to be very very tough on them now. He's, I think he said now that he can go back and and try to stop that. And I'm not sure if I've talked to you about it on your show, but I was actually in uh, Berlin a couple of weeks ago and met with the uh, the guy that, I guess he's going to be made chancellor today, as well as a lot of other people, and got a lot more information about the Nord Stream Pipeline. And there is, uh, obviously that would bring uh, Russian energy into Germany, but Germany already uses a lot of Russian energy. uh, they right. get, uh, uh But they're getting it from a pipeline that goes through Ukraine. So the big concern about Nord Stream 2 is when you turn it on, uh, Russia can turn off the, the valve going to the pipeline to Ukraine and use that to, uh, uh, you know, to move their agenda with the with folks in Ukraine while not hampering their market in, in Germany. So uh, I think Biden uh, just kind of rolling over on Nord Stream 2 has signaled to Putin that he's he's weak and he's not going to stand uh, in their way. He's going to let them have uh, their economic uh, growth by selling oil to the largest economy in Europe. Um, and, you know, I don't know where it's going to go, um, but it appears with, I think, 175,000 troops building up on the Ukrainian border that, uh, you know Russia's got its its high on on Ukraine, and there's a long history with Ukraine and Russia. and you know, I've been to Ukraine before. It's a very flat area. it's a plain. and it was I think the word Ukraine in Russian means frontier. and it's like the 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 big barrier between Europe and russia. That's right. Uh, that they saw it as a uh, a defense plateau. Uh, you know, Napoleon invaded Russia, Hitler invaded Russia, but because they were having to to go so far to get to Moscow, their supply lines were were um, so long that they couldn't sustain their troops there. Well, without Russia having Ukraine, it makes that border and those supply lines much uh, much shorter. So, Russia has always had an interest in in Ukraine. Um, Kiev has a a long, long history with uh, uh, the Soviet Union, with Russia, and the the empire. It goes a long way back, probably more history with Russia in Kiev than actually in Moscow. So it's something that Putin has promised in his uh, political career that he's going to reunite Ukraine with, with Russia. And it appears that's what he's getting ready to do. And I just I think President Biden's being very soft on them.
0: Well, what about uh, the United States? Although they've cut back on our ability to sell liquefied natural gas, that was one of the things under Trump that was so exciting is that we could have uh, gotten that natural gas to all of Europe at a much more competitive price than what the, the russians were doing and uh you know now that's kind of not going to happen because of the green new deal that is biden is pushing but if we wanted to we could take their market away from them couldn't we
2: i, I think with a concerted effort we could and there's other things and i i kind of the the germans on this because they had just been to the cop 26 and they talked about how they were going to reduce emissions more than anybody else in the world and one thing we know about Russian gas is that it's it's dirty gas as far as natural gas is concerned it has a lot more emissions in their production uh, a lot more emissions of methane and plus the gas burns dirtier my friend from uh, Louisiana who's a big fan of of Louisiana oil and gas called it dirty Putin gas but <laughs> Uh, and and that's, that's what it is. So, you know, at the same time Germany is talking about decreasing uh, carbon emissions more than anybody else in the world, they're also uh, talking about importing more of this dirty gas uh, from Russia. I've I've yet to visit any Eastern European countries when the usually first, second, or third topic they want to discuss is how to get um, LNG into their country from the west. And break the supply chain that hold that Russia has on them with energy. Uh, Romania is one of those countries I visited that's that's producing their own energy, and it's provided them great um, freedom from the oppression of Russia because they don't have to worry about Putin turning the the valve off in the coldest day of winter, and he will do that to these countries. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we were on track in the previous administration to produce a lot more liquefied natural gas and to ship it to uh, countries all around the world, but there's an attack on on U.S. energy um, by this administration. You know, uh, they first put a, lease, a ban on leases, and the court said you can't do that, so now they're just slow rolling the leases. Uh, so it's you 're seeing it a little bit now, but in the future, you know these wells are all producing, and as they produce their numbers go down over time and then so you need new wells coming online uh, and This takes uh, years to develop these wells so we 're seeing some of it right now, but in the future we 're really going to see it when uh, all of these wells have been developed.
0: What about uh, the Ukraine and nato they 're kind of like an associate member right now. Do you believe that NATO is beginning to look at the Ukraine and thinking that they would make a great member of, uh, of NATO? and wouldn't? But would that put Putin over the edge?
2: That would put Putin probably over the edge. And that is the, the other thing that, um, you know, the, in the top three that I hear from these countries, the ones who are members of NATO, when Trump was president, they uh, they laid out how they were going to get to two percent of their GDP on defense spending, like uh, NATO membership requires, and most of them were far below that. And if they weren't members of NATO, they wanted to uh, to join NATO. Uh, and you know, NATO has been extremely successful building that alliance um, and that unity there uh, to stand against a Russia going back into the Cold War. Uh, Putin is obviously uh he does not like NATO at all and really if you were to put Ukraine in NATO right now uh that would that would definitely be a a very bold statement it would probably be almost like uh, asking for war but i think you know it, it should have been done years ago probably hmm
0: All right. Last question on uh, the international front on this stuff, but with saber rattling and everything else that's going on. What about China? China right now is, you know, they raise their voices a little bit. But what happens after the Olympics are over and they're not worried about what the world thinks? Do you think that they have plans for Taiwan in the near future?
2: Well, everything would indicate that uh, they and, and they do have plans for Taiwan. I don't know if it's the near future or the more distant future, but they totally think someday Taiwan's going to be uh, reunified with China, and this is, um, you know, extremely alarming. We depend a lot on Taiwan for uh, for computer chips, for one thing, as the whole world does. Uh, but also just having a, a strategic ally there in the uh, uh, south of China, there in the South China Sea. But um, you, I, I, there's been a lot of concern that after the, after the Olympics, China's going to make some kind of move on Taiwan like they did on Hong Kong. And I think that's, um, that's not going to be any kind of a peaceful transition if it happens.
4: I mean, do you really think – um they would send troops to to taiwan and and take it back by force do you think they think we're that weak
2: i would i would hope that they don't think that uh there's a lot of you know if you start having uh you know war and destruction in taiwan you're going to upset uh some major things in china's economy and the global economy you've also got all the uh, the museum and the ancient artifacts of china that are in that museum in taiwan right now uh they were moved there during world war 2 and and they never got moved back i've i've visited that museum and it's uh, some amazing stuff in there so i don't think the chinese government wants to i don't think they would do anything to to damage that museum or to damage some of the uh, the infrastructure there, but that may be uh, Taiwan's greatest asset is to um, you know use those things that they have that China wants is as uh, leverage over them, not to mess with them.
0: All right. So what you're saying, if I read between the lines here, is that we have to be cognizant that we got to be very, very aware that China's kind of a wild cannon right now.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if I would call them a wild cannon because China is usually very measured and they look, uh, you know, really long, uh, over long time horizons. Uh, but they also take the chance whenever they get it, uh, to, to move like they did on Hong Kong. And, um, uh, you know, I think they think if, if it happened to Hong Kong, it can happen to Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And if they detect weakness in our administration, if they um, you know think the timing's right, I'm concerned about what they would do.
0: All right. Our guest is uh, Congressman Bruce Westerman from District 4. We'll come back and uh, finish up our conversation with him. I need to tell you about East End towing. And why they're the towing company I believe you should use. I've used them now several times. And uh, it's because they know uh, what to do. No matter the situation, uh, East End Towing can handle it. They got the answers for you. You know, I mean, what happens after you make a 911 call? Uh, You know, about, you know, you broke down on the side of the highway. You call You call in and you talk to the state police or whatever. What's the process that they follow? The police arrive, they take reports, the vehicle needs to be towed. Uh, You know, what's your right to request towing services? Uh, What are impound yard rules and regulations? What city or county determines the location? These are all things that East End Towing knows about so know that they can deal with it uh, when they're called to come out and, uh, help you on the side of the road. And what happens if you're towing your camper at the same time, call East end towing the folks with the answers for you. 501-888-8849. That's 501-888-8849. Congressman Bruce Westerman with us from district four. Ken is here. Ken Yang is here. The, uh, Chair of the saline County Republican Party you got a question for him. Go ahead, Ken.
4: Yeah, so you know, as the uh, chairman and even as chair chairs, I, I hear a lot from folks, and a lot of it's misinformation on social media. We briefly talked to, uh, about it with Congressman Hill in regards to HR five fifty, and uh, you were one of the yes votes in, in regards to that, and. Uh, I've, I've seen a couple of comments of people just wanting you to comment about it, so I'll just let you comment about your vote and about the misinformation out there.
2: Yeah, well, thanks for bringing that up, Ken. And, uh, you know, you, you read bills and you analyze them and you, uh, uh, I think, make a conservative vote on it, and then somebody goes out and puts out bad information about what the bill is, and it, it creates a – a tidal wave of calls and letters and contacts, and it's really aggravating when you're getting uh, chastised about something because of of misinformation. And this bill, people somehow think it creates a national vaccine database, and it has absolutely nothing to do with a national vaccine database. It um, actually required the Biden administration to take money that, they allocated two um, uh, vaccine databases in states to spend the money or to give grants to the states to make the databases more secure um, and to protect them from cyber attacks. That's what the bill was about. The database in Arkansas was put in place in the 1990s and you know, I thought this was a good thing that you want to make this data more secure. There's nothing in the bill that um, allows the creation of a national vaccine database um, or that would allow the Biden administration to create a national vaccine database. But it makes the databases that are already there Uh, In the states, um, it gives them support to make these databases more secure. And the main thing in these databases are children's immunization records. And if parents don't know, you can opt out of having the information put in the databases. And the only information that's ever shared out of the database is when they take the identity, um, uh, the identifiers off of the individual records and they aggregate it and they report, you know, how many people have been Vaccinated, but there's absolutely nothing to do with creating a database where you can uh, track vaccines or enforce vaccine mandates.
0: All right, all right. You happy of what's going on nationally with these judges that are stopping the the uh, vaccine mandates from President Biden?
2: Yeah, and I've written letters to the administration. You know, encouraging them not to uh go through with vaccine mandates. I signed on the legislation about that. So I've been very vocally opposed to any kind of vaccine mandate. I don't think that's the the way to do it. Um, but I am in favor of making um, data more secure uh, for for databases that are already out there that you know mainly contain uh, children immunization records. So that's what h r five fifty was all about. And it's really disingenuous for somebody to go out and try to make political hay out of it and to get more clicks on the Internet when they're they're either totally misinformed or they're intentionally trying to mislead, and I'm going to uh, go with the first and just think that people were, were misinformed. It's kind of like reading a headline and deciding what's in the story without reading the story. You're such a nice uh, guy,
4: Congressman. <laughs> <laughs> well.
2: It's uh, it's what people do, and it uh, it makes this this job difficult enough, right? Um, You know, defending the things that you do, but you know, getting attacked for something that's just totally off base makes it uh, uh, makes it discouraging uh, when uh, when that happens when it's when it's based on a, a, a lie to begin with.
0: All right. Well, we thank you for another uh, Wednesday visit and keeping people up to date on what's going on. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, Dave. All right. We'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. All right. Again, Congressman Bruce Westman, District 4. And don't have to worry about that database, immunization database. It's not what you think. I hope now you know what the truth is. Ken Yang, thanks for coming in. Thank I'll you. be back with you on Thursday at 6 a.m. here on the Dave Ellswood Show.
4: You can't be home sweet